The Lord is speaking to us on a legacy of faith. Born, pray, and built by prayerful, godly mothers. Let us consider some examples of prayerful, godly mothers who birth, break, and build men who build nations. Let me say that again. Let's consider some examples of prayerful, godly mothers who birth, break, and build men who build nations. So they say, besides any great man is a great woman. Or by the sides of any great man is a great woman. Really, what is really true, what is more true, is before any great man is a great mother. Let me say that again. They say to us, and we also say it, besides on the sides of any great man is a great woman. But what is more true is before any great man is a great mother. Before, before you get a great man, you've got to have a great mother. Without a great mother, God have mercy on you. Amen. Exodus chapter 2, which is one of our texts. Exodus chapter 2. Let's turn to Exodus chapter 2. Amen. Hallelujah. This scripture tells us the story of Moses' early life. Let us read this together. Exodus chapter 2 from verse 1. And a man of the house of Levi went and took as wife, a daughter of Levi. So the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that, the, that he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. But when she could no longer hide him, she took an ark of bulrushes for him, topped with asphalt and pitch, put the child in it, and laid it in the reeds by the river's bank. And his sister stood afar off to know what would be done to him. Amen. In verse 5, the scripture says, Then the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river, and her maidens walked along the riverside, and when she saw the earth among the reefs, she sent her maid to get it. And when she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the baby wept. So she had compassion on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister, the sister of Moses, said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call a nurse for you from the Hebrew woman, that she may nurse the child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. So the maiden went and called the child's mother. Then Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child away and nurse him for me, and I will give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed him. And the child grew, and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and it became her son. So she, so she called his name Moses, saying, because I drew him out of the water. Amen. What a great story. A great story of motherhood. A great story of the early life of a great man. Amen. If I if you continue reading in verse 11, you will notice that there is a great gap. Nothing is said of the details of how Moses grew up in Pharaoh's house, even before Pharaoh's house. Of course, Moses grew up with his mother in his mother's house. For how long? is not said. But I believe for a long time, of course, I would believe that, you know, every now and then, Moses' mother would take him to the palace, to Pharaoh's daughter, to show her what was going on. I would take him back to continue to raise him. 
until Moses was strong enough, able to take care of himself. Who knows, maybe Moses was up to seven years, still living in the house of his mother before he was taken to the king's palace. You remember this was also true of Simon. Amen. Hannah said, Lord, give me a son. If you give me a son, I will lend him to you all the days of his life. So when Hannah gave birth to Samuel, she raised him in the house, in her house, for a long time, during the early years of his life. Raised him up. And you see, Father Eli was an old man. The Bible says he was old and heavy, and his eyes were dim. So this was somebody that needed the help himself. So you wouldn't think that Father Eli would take a small child to take care of. So I'm suggesting really that Mother Hannah must have spent many years taking care of Samuel, teaching Samuel, before she took him to the house of God to be with Eli. Amen. So the same was the story concerning Moses. Moses was with his mother for a long time before he was finally taken over to Pharaoh's house. But what can we learn from this? You see, the careful actions of Moses' mother to construct an ark of bulrushes to set Moses afloat close to the royal bathing place and to station his sister to watch what would happen indicates hope or indicates faith that God will work out something good for the child. So this woman, this mother of Moses, had faith. In fact, when Moses was born, the scripture says, the parents, probably the mother first, noticed, saw beauty, saw hope in the eyes, in the face of Moses. This little child, when the parents looked at him, when the mother looked at him, the mother saw hope. The mother saw that he was mm, a child of destiny. So decided to keep him, even though it was dangerous to keep him, because the decree had already gone out. Kill all the male children. So by keeping him in the house, it was risky. It was risky to keep him in the house. But this woman was fearless. This woman was courageous. She kept him for three months. And when it was getting more difficult to keep him, I believe because she was a prayerful woman, God gave her an idea. God gave her a vision. God gave her, you know, what to do. She received that in prayer. She received that in a vision. And what she came out to do was not from her head. It was from God. God laid it in her heart, in the place of prayer, seeking God. Seeking God, seeking the face of God, crying to God. God gave her the idea, do this, do this, do this. And so she even stationed Moses' sister, who was also a little child then, maybe seven years old, less than 10 years old. Miriam was the first daughter, Aaron the second, and Moses the third. Amen. You see, in Hebrews eleven twenty three, the scripture says, by faith. Moses, when he was born, was healing three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child. 
and they were not afraid of the king's command. Amen. By faith. So this woman was the woman of faith. And you can't be a woman of faith without being a woman of prayer. Amen. Moses was a great man, born, bred, and built by a great mother. Moses was a great man, born, bred, and built by a great mother. How do we see this? Moses' mother was prayerful, was a prayerful, godly, and courageous woman. Moses' mother was intuitive, imaginative, and creative. Most women, most mothers are. Amen. They are intuitive, imaginative, and creative. Moses' mother was calculative, protective. Most women and most mothers are. Moses' mother was wise. Most women, most mothers are. Amen. If there's anything you need to learn, or we all need to learn about women, they are wise. Amen. You young men, even old, older men, please take note. Women are wise. Don't joke with them. Amen. If you joke with them, they can sell you off. And you won't even know. They will sell you up right in front of you. Hmm? While, you are, while your eyes are open, they will make deals about you. And you won't even realize it. Amen. Women are wives. Amen. Most mothers are calculative and protective. Moses' mother was wise. Moses' sister, Miriam, was an incredible young lady. Who, though not yet a mother, had in her all the qualities of motherhood. She stayed there. You can imagine if it was a boy, a guy, a boy that he put there. He wouldn't even notice when things would be going on because of what? He would be busy playing, busy jumping around and looking around. But this young girl, amen, this young girl was attentive, watchful. She paid attention to what was going on. She didn't miss anything. Because she already had in her, as a young girl, the qualities of a mother. Her mother stationed her there, and she stayed there and did what she was supposed to do. Not only did she do what she was supposed to do, she did it wisely. She did it wisely. You see what she said? Shall I go and call a nurse for you from the Hebrew woman that she may nurse the child for you? Shall I go and call a nurse for you from the Hebrew woman that she may nurse the child for you. She didn't say, shall I go and call a nurse from the Egyptian woman who may nurse the child for you. She didn't say that. Hmm? And much more than that, she didn't say, oh, shall I go and call a nurse from, for you who is his mother? Oh, shall I go and call a nurse for you who is his mother to nurse the child for you? No, 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 no. She was wiser than that. Well, may the Lord give us such a wisdom. In the name of Jesus. Moses' mother taught, trained, and tutored him during those impressionable early years of his life. Though he grew up in the royal palace, royal palace of Egypt, Moses never forgot or lost his roots. His mother's tongue never forgot his mother's tongue. Meaning, he never forgot his mother's talk. He never forgot his mother's walk. He never forgot his mother's life. He never forgot his mother's faith. He never forgot his mother's culture. Moses was born, bred, and built by his mother, not Pharaoh's daughter. 